Welcome to this show for all the humans who care a lot, who give a damn about living their purpose on their terms, and that means without sacrificing their well-being. I'm Gosha Pore, your holistic coach, mind-body practitioner, and someone who has messed up a lot in order to get here. And today we will be talking about this amazing subject of overthinking. Okay, we all share history of overthinking. Don't tell me that you're not doing this. I know you are because you clicked on this episode. And today we will be talking about three reasons why we do it, why anyone does it, and how you can stop this. And it's not going to be your typical, just become mindful, okay? This is not going to be that kind of episode. This will have very, very practical ideas that you will be able to see your patterns in completely different ways. The first reason why you overthink is that the head makes it seem like it's a safe place to be. We develop a pattern of overthinking, strategizing, overanalyzing, finding and thinking our ways out of situations when we were children. When you are a child, young child, and the longer you live, the more coping mechanisms you develop. And this is the key word already you can really anchor in your memory, that overthinking is a coping behavior in order to keeping us safe. I talk in many of my episodes and YouTube videos how we as children need to survive and therefore we develop coping mechanisms that will keep us safe in the primary home, that will make us seem more tolerable and therefore we assure a certain level of safety. So what are those results? What are those coping mechanisms that are directly linked to overthinking, over-strategizing? They are pleasing. This is one of the strategies that so many people do, and women especially. Another one is being perfect. So driving yourself through overthinking to find even more perfection in whatever project you're doing. You're, you know, focusing on this job and you're just like, but this is not perfect. I cannot launch this. I can show it to anyone. It's not perfect yet. What are they going to think about me? I just have to make it even better, right? And you push yourself to work harder. So these are a couple of coping behaviors that are so typical that are definitely a part of overthinking patterns. And this is one of the reasons, this is the first reason that is really important. It wants to keep you safe. Thinking mind, the part of you that is overthinking, wants to convince you that without thinking, you're simply not going to survive. This is what I teach to my clients and I will just reveal some more here in this episode that basically this is one of the reasons why you cannot cannot 
find peace, why you cannot relax. Because the minute you relax, there are all these voices telling you, you're lazy, you're doing this wrong, you should be doing that. And it comes with a bodily response where it feels like everything is buzzing inside of you. Like you just can't settle because you're just going to get up and do something. You just can't stand to be still because there is this inner pressure, this inner urgency that boils up this urgency to really get up and do something like ah you know it just wants to scare you to think that if you just relax you you will just die this is the essence of that thought if you go really deep in that rabbit hole in analyzing why you cannot rest i can guarantee you it will take you to the belief, the underlying belief that you will just not survive, that you will just like do something that will drive you to dying. Okay, it sounds very dramatic, but this is how our brain works. And I can only laugh about this because I'm way past the, the times when I was crying. <laughs> okay, so the bodily response, the bodily urgency brings me to the reason Number two, why you overthink and why you can't just find peace. So the second reason is because in your body, there are emotions. The longer you are in your head, meaning you are overthinking, it keeps you addicted to the loops and thoughts that are happening there, all the patterns, the constantly churning new questions, what happens then, what if, like all these kind of scenarios you're trying to assure the level of safety, they distract you from the emotions that are in your body. I love this one because it brings so much more awareness into the conflicts that we have, the inner conflicts. So body is what holds the emotions. You can, if you spend any period of time in your body, you can feel the discomfort that, you know, basically it's oftentimes created through the thoughts that you have, the beliefs that you have. And the body simply just gives you this feedback in the emotional state that is based on the discrepancies of your misalignment. So if you are, for example, pushing yourself based on the voice that tells you, like, you just have to work harder, you just have to make this work more perfect, otherwise everyone will reject you, and you push, 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 and you are at the same time neglecting all the emotions that are going on in your body that could be feeling frightened, that could be feeling anger because another part of you just hates that pressure. <laughs> That's why you have this inner conflict, inner resistance and what I call the spinning of your wheels that happens when you just can't progress. Let's be honest, when you go through that inner, inner conflict, 
there is no progression because brain tells you one thing and your body is keeping you stuck. And the longer you are staying in your head, the longer you are paying attention to all these voices that tell you what you should and shouldn't do, the longer you are keeping yourself away from the wisdom of your body. And yes, there are emotions in your body that are happening there and they are making you feel uncomfortable and they are bringing all this pain of the old failures, the old memories that maybe happened and body serves as a reminder to flash this in front of you and tell you that you should choose something different. This is basically, I'm just giving you all the process of <laughs> what I'm coaching my clients through. We have to get used to discomfort of certain emotions as we work through the thoughts in our head. Because these two, they often scream at one another and they keep us stuck and resisting and procrastinating and overanalyzing and self-doubting. So the fact that emotions, the discomfort of emotions, unresolved pain of any memories or the sense of rejection or fear of failure residing in your body and you not being able to resolve it, that's why you are overthinking. Because it, it kind of poses this idea that is keeping you safe. Here is the reason number one. It goes back to that reason. So you can't be in your body because you have to be in your head. So you've got two reasons now. And the third reason that may seem like is obvious when you hear it and it's too simple, but I'm still going to say it. The reason why you overthink is because you created that habit. We wire in through the first years and let's, let's say it, a decade of our life, certain behaviors that we think they will help us go through life, right? And we develop these because we see how they work. In the first family or first caregivers, they they would have worked maybe to some extent. Maybe you becoming more nice or more pleasing with your parents or with your teacher allowed you to be tolerated. And you were just like, okay, this is a habit I'm going to create. And you just code it in your brain as something you should be doing. And then through the repetition over the next decades, or at least I don't know how old you are, decades of your life, you have wired this in as this like really to-go habit, to-go behavior that you don't even think that this is something you are choosing because it's so natural. It feels like it's part of you. It feels like this is just your personality that you cannot do it differently and you know in another episode on youtube that i posted i talk how anxiety is a habit it's exactly the same thing we have developed a habit of overthinking 
or of making ourselves anxious, but that has also a level of emotions that is in it. For now, I'm just talking about overthinking. And really understand that any habit can be changed. And there are certain steps that really unhook these patterns, these habits, these wired behaviors from our mind-body. We just have to know what to target, how to change, and you can do it. And because choice is at the core of all my coaching, of all my teachings, I made this freely available for you to download a free guide from the description of this episode that teaches us how to make conscious choices day by day, taking you steadily closer to the life that you want to live on your terms. So make sure you download it. It costs nothing and you can start changing your life right now. So how do we utilize the reasons that I just gave you why you overthink? Because I'm not just letting you know these reasons and leave you to solve these things out for yourself. There is always something that you want to take out of these episodes. And today is going to be become more embodied. Because we are so in our heads so much, we need to train ourselves to become in tune with our bodies. What do I mean by becoming more embodied? Well, I mean becoming more accepting of everything that goes on in the body, meaning all the discomforts, all the pains, all the tensions that are happening when we go out in in our life and we try to get what we want when we try to build maybe that business on or we try to go and challenge ourselves to do this thing for our passion or maybe we try to overcome this difficulty in our relationships right all these things come with sort of feedback that comes from our body. The longer you can stay with the discomfort or pain, and I'm not asking you to stay with it for an extended period of time, just FYI, (laughs) but the longer you can stay with it, you have developed your nervous system to such an extent that allows you to not react immediately with any sort of quick fixes. These are very often being presented by our head to relieve the tension that comes from the body. You become less reactive by training your nervous system little bit by little bit by being able to hold this inner conflict of your mind and body. And this will allow you to not resort to those quick fixes that are being offered all the time by your head, that is always impatient, that always has this sense of urgency that makes us do stupid things, such as maybe you have not had a lot of sales for a period of time and your head cannot 
take that discomfort in your body just keeps telling you like you are being rejected you have to decrease that price you have to do something or maybe work harder right so it gives you those quick fixes to relieve the tension that goes on in your body and there's a number of things other things that make you feel impatient or urgent or make you give in in negotiations for example this is something i teach my business clients a lot you can use it also in asking for a raise or asking a client to pay you that amount of money that you're still uncertain of but the longer you are able to be with that discomfort the longer you can test this because you become detached. You always are calling the shots. If you are able to bear the discomfort of any proposal, if you are able to bear any discomfort of a difficult conversation in a relationship, you are more likely to bet on yourself, to do the harder thing, to challenge yourself, to give more of yourself to your goals not to just seek the easy way for example procrastination is a result of not being able to take that discomfort of showing up or you know that those emotions that are coming up when you are afraid of failure and then you like switch off, you just completely dissociate, you put on Netflix or you eat something, you decide that you're bored and you go to your kitchen and get some food or just go outside and get some snacks and then an hour passes and then you're excused for doing any work because now it's already 6 p.m. and okay, it's the end of the day, tomorrow I will start again, right? And it all happened because you were not able to stay with your body long enough for me i was able to stay in my body and for me this is how i understand all these things because my first coaching business was to heal people from chronic pain literally so much pain in their body and this is something i did for myself i pushed myself so hard through overthinking over 10 years ago into chronic pain and chronic disease because I did not listen to my body. I did not listen to the limits. The goal in achieving in a healthy way of any of dreams that you want anything whether that's a relationship or that's your dream job or that's creating that business that's based on your passion all that is happening when you are able to challenge yourself and the old ways of being but you need to do that only to the extent that honors your limits the head is so deeply conditioned through the outside voices of our parents, of the society, and that's why it tells us you have to push harder, you have to do more of it, you have to be perfect, you have to do it right now. 
okay? It cannot bear the discomfort of the body. But the more you listen to your body for a little moment, for over a period of time, you will start knowing when it tells you where are your limits, where you can just do a little bit more, but then you have to take a break. And this is the whole reason why we need to become so in tune in our body, not to go into a burnout, not to be overstressed, not to fall into all these unhealthy patterns. And also why we have to get closer to our bodies is because it will give you all kinds of insights, wisdom and guidance that will navigate you to exactly where you should be going to follow the next step toward your fulfillment. And this is really important because body not only holds the pain and the discomfort, it also holds the enjoyment. And it also holds the cues to finding what feels like oh, this is more yummy area I want to go into my business. Or this feels like it's so exciting, I really want to commit myself to following that passion over the one that my head is telling me. That's why, you know, head always gives us those thoughts about the choices we should be making about our business or about our future vocation or the career choices based on the conditioned outside voices. And that's why it can also drive you towards a burnout. That's why people hit that midlife crisis where they have been listening to their head, you know, stemming from childhood over the period of their adolescence and younger adulthood. And they hit a point when they... Like all the life I've built is based on something I never really wanted to do. All these goals I've been pushing myself towards are not part of my real identity. Who am I? This is real midlife crisis. And this is also what I went through. And this is also what I help my clients at some point to reshuffle the objectives And the real objectives can only be found also when you get closer to your body because it will tell you what feels exciting, what brings you joy, what nourishes you. And it will give you that fuel of excitement, of joy, of bliss, as well as it gives you the cues when you should stop, when is the time to rest. So you see, Your body is the most necessary tool to engage in whatever dreams you are following. And it will tell you exactly what you need to do in the next stage. It's quite fascinating what happens when you get in tune with your body because it allows the pathway towards your core self that is pure intelligence, it's pure wisdom that comes with insights, really spontaneous solutions, really elegant 
you know, ways of tackling this challenge that you had on your mind. And it's all happening without stress, without overthinking, without self-doubting. It's just quite spontaneous. And I can give you the proof that it happens. You always have the most brilliant insights when you are being relaxed and If you cannot meditate for a long period of time, I'm sure you can take a shower or take a bath for some period of time and this is where you come up with great ideas. And this is where suddenly it hits you like, oh my God, I didn't think of it at all when I was overthinking and just making myself doubt and overanalyzing. And you're just like, but here, when I'm not even trying to think, I'm just taking shower. This is like the most brilliant idea comes to me. Or the same thing happens when you are just falling to sleep because you were relaxed. These things happen because you are relaxed. You're not overthinking. And this is how you can have these brilliant ideas. And when you become closer to your body wisdom when you really integrate your mind and your body this is where you get access to your wiser self and this is the whole goal of my coaching to allow you to go through all these stages bear with the discomfort of feelings become closer to your body to find what fuels you and really get into that wisdom, get into those insights, allow that stream of insights just flood you whenever you are needing to have more of ideas. This creativity is just constantly flowing. And the last reason why you might be overthinking is connected to the overstimulation, especially if you are a gifted person, the higher intelligence, the the higher sensitivity, you will be easier stimulated. So you might be constantly distracted by all the stimuli. You might be constantly overthinking, like this person said this. So the stimulation can be coming from all fronts. So it could be emotional, sensory, and there's all kinds of stimulation, like for example, light sensitivity. If you have light sensitivity, that is also part of the construct of your nervous system that make you go into your head to be solving problems. And it may seem like it's something unrelated, but it is really, really related. The more you are oversensitized, the more you are overstimulated, the more you are distracted, the more your head will kick in. Because all these sensory perceptions are happening through your body and your body, your nervous system has to take the hit. If you cannot take the hit of the overstimulation, you go into your head and it's basically causing overstimulation of your brain. Like this is a really physiological thing that happens. No one really talks about it. I must have made these conclusions by myself, but this is really what is going on is something between your head and your body is a nervous system response in response to the stimuli. So in my work, also what I do, I work with triggers. And this is really important how we can start 
changing our response to the triggers that are happening from the outside and we can really reduce our reactivity which is the reactivity like the urgency that happens through your head that maybe it tells you like no you cannot do it you have to go and make yourself more comfortable you have to go and reach for these sweets you have to go out you just cannot bear this conversation is it too hard of a conversation for you to have you just simply cannot face it right or maybe sales for if you are a coach or if you are a consultant or a salesperson or an artist you are too stimulated by the emotions and you are being too triggered so you are more likely to reduce the prices of your products of your offerings because you just can't bear the discomfort that goes on with these triggers so how can you get into your body how can you get in tune well the first thing i can recommend is meditation right if you can meditate do meditate and find ways to just observe what's going on inside your body stopping so much attention to your thoughts whether they are or they're not but focus on your body and over time you will become more acquainted with you know how it feels you know what's what are the changes that are going on and you will grow some sort of awareness another thing you can do is exercise and if you exercise already then I want you to really be in tune with what goes on in your body. So if you have a habit of listening to podcasts or listening to whatever, you know, stacking up different levels of productivity into your workout routine, I encourage you that you stop. <laughs> because if you have a habit of overthinking, then it's a missed opportunity to become friendlier with your body. And, you know, great ways to do it is through yoga because you get to be in that more of a flow when it happens. You get to observe things as you navigate those different asanas and breath work and it happens. So you can do that. But any kind of exercise that you like, that you enjoy is going to be useful. And it also will teach you when you challenge yourself a little bit more, how you react, how your mind reacts. And this is really, really, really productive way of getting acquainted with your body responses and observing its feedback. Actually, when I was healing from the chronic pain, from the chronic disease that I had, was really with the use of yoga and I taught yoga to myself I was doing this on my own without other people and it was the best thing I could do I also did you know body scan meditation and all these things I kind of guessed that would be right for me and they were and I used them to grow more awareness of my body which later helped me in creating my dreams in you know the successes that I had in work in my business following my passions because I found ways to listen to my body so really spend time on exercises whilst listening to your body 
And one other thing that I can really recommend you in order to get friendly with your body is, you know, maybe touch your body now and again or go to massages and just find ways to get to know your body more. You can dance, you can engage in any sort of things that uses your body and you will see over time that you will become better friend with your body and that you will stop overthinking so much. So from today's episode, there is one takeaway of wisdom I want you to take out of it. And this is that a wise woman is in tune with her body and is using her head as a tool in alignment with this body. So I hope it has been useful to learn. If you need any support on your personal journey, feel free to reach out to me for one-on-one coaching. You can find the link in the description of this episode. And also make sure that you download this amazing guide for aligned choices that you can start using today. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening wherever you are tuning in from. And I will talk to you very soon. Look out to the next episode.